So two far-left extremist ideologies that don't exactly play well together are currently out playing together, and that would be the we-need-to-ban-all-guns argument and the abolish-police argument. In the wake of the recent shooting, they see this as this opportunity to try to bring everybody around to their way of thinking. Police tackling parents instead of saving children when the crucial moment came has to be the end. It has to be the end of your faith in police. The end of the idea that police exist to keep us safe. We need to move past this dangerous myth now and towards actual public safety. Not that they ever really have any kind of coherent strategy for how you would accomplish this. And the conversation just continues as if police literally never intervene in these situations and this is exactly how it always goes down. So this Nimrod goes on to provide a bunch of accounts you should follow if you want to also engage in this kind of stupid thinking. And then goes on to say, wherever you are, get involved in efforts to defund police and put that money into housing, healthcare, schools, and our communities. Make sure your unions and political organizations get into this fight. You know, that that's one of the reasons why this is so silly. Because at the same time, you know, not only do they want to abolish police, but they want to take everybody's guns. Um, and I think part of the problem is, is again, as I've said in previous episodes, these people don't seem to grasp that the examples of what goes on in other countries where they successfully ban guns and still manage to keep crime down, those countries are not sitting on the border of Mexico, which is run by criminal cartels. They're also taking this opportunity to try to suggest that this one incident somehow disproves the entire good guy with a gun theory, as if no good guy with a gun has ever stopped any form of mass shooting. And that's one of the things I'm also going to get into in this episode. We're going to discuss the fact that, yes, in fact, most of the time, the police do actually take action and stop shooters. That's just the truth, most of the time. But just like many other things in the media, if you just keep recirculating one bad story over and over again, you can create a false narrative. Here's another example of some of the stupid conversations that I've had on this topic recently, but... They'll say they'll probably not do anything. They've shown time and again that they will not apprehend an active shooter until they're done having their fun. To which I said, well, that's an obvious lie. And then they said, well, then what happened with Buffalo and with Uvalade? And I said, well, they showed up at Buffalo when they were called and arrested him. Uvalade was absurd, but it's one example out of thousands of examples of such situations being handled correctly. And that's actually the truth of the matter. But this kind of bullshit is getting repeated over and over again in the big lie format that the Nazis used. And we're going to kick it right in the fucking teeth in this video. Hero officer stopped Florida school shooter in three minutes, Sheriff says. Uh, Ocala, Florida, a school resource officer is being praised for his taking quick action to stop a Florida school shooter Friday morning. One student was wounded at Forest High School in Ocala, Florida, the Marion County Sheriff's Office said. The incident occurred shortly before students were to walk out as part of a national protest against gun violence. Kind of ironic. A resource, uh, school resource officer, Deputy Jimmy Long, heard a loud bang at 8.39 a.m. and rushed to the scene, Sheriff Billy Woods told reporters. Three minutes later, the officer took a 19-year-old into custody without resistance, said Woods, describing Long as a hero. All of the links to these will be available in the description. Oloth School Resource Officer Credited with Saving Lives Identified by Agencies. Uh, this one's in Kansas. The School Resource Officer Credited with Saving Lives at Oloth East High School has been identified as Officer Eric Clark. Clark, who has been in law enforcement for 15 years, has served as the School Resource Officer at Oloth East High School for seven years. So, 
A tragedy was avoided today thanks to this guy. They said in a Facebook post, a big hat tip to this badass. Clark called 911 after being shot. Oloth police said he did everything right on Friday morning. Um, in other words, not only did he stop the guy, he also got shot while doing it. Despite the supposed insistence that all of these cops are just cowards or just won't take action, he put himself right in the line of fire and he put and he took the guy down. This officer stopped a school shooter before anyone got hurt, reported by CNN. Uh, Illinois school resource officer is being praised as a hero for intervening when a former student opened fire Wednesday morning at Dixon High School. Uh, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence lauded the heroic actions of a Dixon police officer, Mark Dallas, who shot and wounded the gunman. Another example of the brave work performed by law enforcement each day and every day. Lives were saved thanks to the heroic actions of a school resource officer, Mark Dallas. Armed guards ended school shooting in Oregon. Troutdale school resource officers Nick Thompson and Kyle Harris were at Reynolds High School when Tuesday's shooting occurred. As soon as this happened, they were there in less than a minute. Had they not been there, it could have been a lot worse. School resource officer faced off with gunmen at Maryland High School, Sheriff says. Let's take a look. An armed school resource officer faced off with a student who opened fire at a high school in southern Maryland on Tuesday morning. St. Mary's County Sheriff Tim Cameron said at a press conference that a male student shot two students in a hallway at Great Mills High School before the classes started. The officer then engaged with the gunman, and each fired one shot simultaneously. The incident ended there. Shooting at Knoxville, Tennessee High School leaves one dead. Police officer injured. Knoxville Police Department officers responded to Austin East Magnet High School in northeast Knoxville after reports of a male subject who was, quote, possibly armed in the school, police said. When officers arrived, they found the unidentified suspect, who was a student at the school, in a bathroom and ordered him out. They refused to comply, according to the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, which is overseeing the investigation. As officers entered the restroom, the sub subject reportedly fired shots, striking an officer. One officer returned fire, striking the suspect. The suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. Now, while this one wasn't a shooting, this officer shot two juveniles after they tried to kill a girl with their car at a high school. A school police officer shot two juveniles after their car struck a student at Western High School on Tuesday afternoon. Clark County School District Police Department Lieutenant Brian Zink said the officers responded at 2.15 after a report of a fight and a vehicle with a weapon near the school. So, once again... This officer actually lost his life defending children at a high school in Boulder, Colorado, but once again, they don't do anything. They never respond. Here's another one. Armed guard disarmed team in Atlanta school shooting, says police chief. A student opened fire at his middle school Thursday afternoon, wounding a 14-year-old in the neck before an armed officer working at the school was able to get the gun away. Now, this one in Aurora, Colorado, was actually a police officer who was off-duty who intervened in the middle of a mass shooting at a church um, and took the guy down who was doing it. Now we're going to switch gears to the good guy with a gun narrative. In many cases, these are either former police officers or off-duty police officers or just common citizens. Um, in this instance, there was a killer that was outside of an apartment complex he was calling for people to come outside, and somebody came out to try to talk to him, and then he opened fire. And it just so happens that somebody who was present and armed dealt with him. This 14-year-old boy saved him and his siblings that he was babysitting when an armed intruder uh, got into his house. And 
Thankfully, none of the kids were hurt, but it's definitely a situation that would have went very differently if the children, like the child in question, was not armed. The 69-year-old grandmother used a pistol to defend her home against a um, burglary and uh, shot the guy, wounded him, and saved her life. Armed robbers at an internet cafe got chased off by a 71-year-old man wielding a pistol. And in Oklahoma, this man, armed with a rifle, put an end to this guy's killing spree. Um, He was actually cutting people's heads off when he put him down. In Colorado Springs, Colorado, a former officer uh, was on security duty at the New Life Church, and he stopped a mass shooting with his pistol. Another mass shooting at a church thwarted by someone with a gun. Um, In this case, they awarded the man who took down the assailant with a medal. Now, here's a whole list of them. I mean, it's on Conservapedia, so obviously, you know, I didn't share this, but a lot of these are all, like, you know, um, independently verifiable, and some of them are the ones we've already looked at. You know, but according to the FBI in 2016 to 2017, in 10 incidents, citizens confronted the shooter. In eight of those incidents, one or more citizens safely and successfully acted to end the shooting. Um, there's actually a whole like FBI statistics thing study that was done that said it's like 94% of the time, if there is an act, you know, somebody who's armed and present that they are able to thwart the mass shooting. This is just the truth. So yes, good guys with a gun. I mean, I don't, what, what do they think is going to happen instead? The bad guy with the gun is what? Are, are you going to deploy a social worker to talk him out of shooting everybody? Maybe not to shoot anymore after he's already started. And in some cases you can do stuff like that. But the truth is, is that, um, that just doesn't happen most of the time. And the suggestion, again, imagine who has to control the dialogue and say that this supposedly never happens. What is the point of that? Well, it's a lie. It's just not true. You know, so the same people who want to abolish police also don't want, you know, private citizens to have guns. So then who do you send into this situation? That's one of the things that's been really hilarious to watch go down on Twitter is as these people are trying to defend their ridiculous position, people are asking them that basic question. Well, what are you going to do instead? And they don't have an answer because they don't because there is no answer. This is an example of something that is just absolutely insane and stupid. When two positions that are, you know, strongly held by the far radical left, they they contradict one another. This is a common problem with them. And that's the reason why they can't let anything be about facts. They need it to be all be about emotion. Emotionally, they'd like to live in a world with no guns. And emotionally, you know, they would like to live in a world where there are no mass shooters. So the best way to handle that is to get really emotional about it, I guess. And not in any way have anything resembling accurate information or rational or logical conclusions. This guy over at Concealed Carry reviewed the FBI statistics and came up with these charts. You know, of the 33 incidents in which an armed citizen was present, the armed citizen was successful in stopping the active shooter 75.8% of the time and successful in reducing the lives lost an additional 18.2% of the time. So this is the reality. Yeah, if there's a guy who's armed and present, he's going to do something about it most of the time. So let's wrap this up. First of all, there are multiple lies being told. One of them is, is that supposedly the police never act. That most of the time these things go badly and police just let it happen. And that does happen sometimes. There's incompetent people in literally every profession on the planet. Sometimes surgeons accidentally kill people too. You know, sometimes people fail to act in different ways that they are responsible to. 
That doesn't mean you get rid of the whole system. If there's no cops to respond to these situations, it's not somehow magically going to go better. I don't think that what happened in Uvalade was correct, obviously. And you guys should definitely watch Strategic Eyes' video on this as he goes off. He, <laughs> he was in rare form, man, because he's an actual police officer. He's like, fucking stop it. Go in there and save babies. That's your goddamn job. So it's clear that there was something wrong. But to lie and claim that this is why we should abolish the police, police are useless because of that one instance is just, it's intellectually dishonest. But that's how they operate. That's also why you're under the impression that supposedly thousands of black people are shot by police every day when that's not true. When the reality is, is that 259 you know, black people were killed by police in 2019 as a whole, and only 13 of them were unarmed, and the numbers were not in any way adjusted for what would be justified shootings. They're spreading a false narrative. They're repeating it over and over again. So what I would like you to do if you're listening to this is that when you see this kind of bullshit, share this video. Pepper them with these links, all of which will be in the description. Because what they do is they take these, these examples and then they just recycle them and play them over and over and over again to say, you see, this is how it always goes. And they use absolutist, you know, abs you know basically absolutist language to claim that this is how it is always you know going to be we should just get rid of police they, they never do anything never 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 it's just an obvious lie but if you keep repeating the lie often enough what did i show you guys when i was telling you about why they're panicking about you know musk buying, you know, buying twitter if they can get 25 percent of the population to believe something then they can you know essentially convince the majority by doing that that's what they're attempting to do do not let this happen because the direction that they want to take society, what comes out the other side of this, is not good for you, and it's not good for me. Thanks for listening. All right, folks, that's what I got for you today. This is another one of those videos where the length of the video does not correspond to the amount of time and effort and research I had to put into it. These links are harder to find. Right now, if you Google anything like this, you're going to have to sift through several pages of just the media blowing up about this most recent shooting and the Buffalo shooting. You know, because once again, any of the stories that have a positive outcome don't get any media attention, particularly because they just don't fit the narrative right now. The narrative is cops bad, criminals always victims, no matter what they're doing, you know, and guns always bad. So anything that's going to pop up, you know, in your feed, I mean, I literally had to use DuckDuckGo to find most of these. And even that took a while because these stories get covered up. People don't talk about this after it happens. So... Thanks again for tuning in. I am looking for more supporters on Patreon and PayPal um, and Subscribestar. I would really appreciate your help because I still can't work. Um, they're going to have to do another examination because apparently, I guess, my colon is abnormally long. <laughs> That's a new one. Um, so they weren't able to finish their original study on whether or not I have cancer. We'll see how that goes. So I appreciate all of your help. And again, if for some reason... I just stopped broadcasting. It probably means that something happened to me. All I would ask of you guys is please do me the favor of sharing the stuff, you know, just sharing the shit out of this stuff. Um, go to my website, v-radio.us, where you can find the links to my other social media, my other mediums. I'm also on Odyssey, Rumble, BitChute, etc. You can join my Discord channel, where actually I conducted a lot of these investigations, and I share my links with people there. And sometimes, you know, my listeners in Discord help me come up with this stuff. I also have a Facebook group called Fans of E-Radio that you can join where I put a lot of links and have a lot of conversations. If you ever have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. 
I love interacting with my viewers and, you know, it's really one of the major reasons I do this. It's just, I like to be able to help, you know, clean up the discourse. So thanks again for tuning in, everybody. Once again, do check out Strategic Eyes videos about this. We just did a stream, actually, where I joined them. Unfortunately, I got into it a little late, but it was uh, me and Strategic Eyes and Johnny Walker Dread and Logical Checkmate all in the same stream, you know, talking about this stuff. It was a good stream. You can find that on Johnny's channel or on uh, Strategic's channel. I think Logical Checkmate might have done it as well, but... Uh, you guys can check that out over there. That's what I did on Monday uh, because they invited me to do that. Unfortunately, I didn't get the invite until they were already halfway done. But regardless, I'm sure that those gentlemen had a great conversation before I got there. Um, and you can enjoy my part of it as well. Thanks again for tuning in, guys.